they're a woman what mm. do you know mm -hmm. you know always it's, it's like every person you encounter they're trying to test your knowledge if they say oh this girl made the first class blah, blah, they'll be asking you questions they're like how does that have to do a have anything to do with this situation why are you trying to test me i'm not coming for your job so what is the mm. issue you know yeah you know as, as i mean it's that narrative isn't it? as a woman i think the challenges as well isn't it? it's different even a woman of color as well the, all of that Welcome to another session of Academic Research Lords. Today we have a very special person here with us and launching the inaugural um, discussion about research journeys and the stories behind research. And I'll let this very special lady introduce herself to us. And over to you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Hi everyone, my name is Titilayo Okonwa. Um, I'm an aerospace engineer and I just submitted my PhD thesis at the University of South Australia. <laughs> can we just acknowledge that? Like, can we just give that, like, you know, the time it deserves? Mm, thank Let's you. just sink in. <laughs> yeah, so I just submitted my thesis, not just about two months ago. Yeah, so I'm waiting for feedback from the examiner, but yeah i think that's it about me um my areas of specialty like i said i'm an aerospace engineer but my areas of specialty are um dynamics modeling and simulation of modeling and simulation um dynamics and control of oh, aerospace of aircraft basically yeah this is smartness <laughs> <that's in front. laughs> We're from two completely different opposite, fields. different fields, but it's amazing, isn't it, how this research journey connects us together, even though we're from different fields, yeah. we're connected with our research journey. Mm -hmm. But today is all about you, and you're going to be sharing with us the stories behind your research, the journey, um, how you've got to where you are, what inspired you. Um, the highs and the lows hmm. because we know that <laughs> <laughs> if we start to go through the highs and lows, we'll be here all day, all day, yeah, yeah. But I think we should because I think sometimes when people say how passionate maybe we come across sometimes with the research, they might not have a balanced view of the fact that it it's not always rosy um, it can be quite challenging so I'm gonna leave it up to you and the floor is yours where do you want to start okay so I guess I'll start from the story behind research or where I first thought about it or even knew about the possibility of doing a PhD so yeah. I had this um, so I did my bachelor's degree in Malaysia University of Putra, Malaysia, UPM, and we had this um, senior. We weren't a lot of international students, so of course, you know the whole um, habit of getting notes from your seniors. So we had this senior, his name was Pasa, and he he was a year ahead of us, myself and a friend of mine, mm -hmm. the only two international girls as of then in my class. So he told us he got a PhD scholarship in Japan, 
and I knew, okay, although I didn't know a lot about PhD, but I knew the step was after your bachelor's degree, you get a master's and mm. then the PhD, but I knew he hadn't done a master's and he just had his bachelor's degree, but then he was able to get a PhD mm. scholarship yeah, yeah. in Japan. So I was intrigued and taken aback. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And I don't know, I guess in my heart, it just registered. I'm like, oh, if I want to do a PhD, I think that's what I would like, mm. you know, just to go from bachelor's to PhD since I've seen it's possible. So I think that's where the whole seed was planted. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved teaching, you know, and I know to go through, I started researching on how, um, how one can get into um, being a lecturer or teaching. And I knew, of course, you have to be a doctor and everything. But I didn't know how I was going to go about it because when I finished, I was clueless about what I wanted to do next. But um, my final year project supervisor, she advised me to publish my final year project. Mm -hmm. So um, there was a conference and... When she told me to publish it, I, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> but I just thought, why not? You know, I already had everything written down. So just yeah. to put it in a paper form. And I did that and I presented. And coincidentally, or should I say, luckily for way. me, yeah. yeah, in a good way, mm. yeah. That was where I met my now supervisor for my, for oh, my okay. PhD, yeah. yeah. Uh, he also came for the conference. We happened to be like the only two internationals because... In Malaysia, they don't speak English. is not their first language. Mm, so okay. I always tend to just be by myself. If I don't have that, my other friend who was the other international, I'll just be yeah. by myself, you know. So he was also there, and he just struck a conversation with me, saying, oh, it seems like we are the only two internationals here. And normally, I don't talk to strangers. <laughs> I would normally just ignore yeah. or pretend like, God forgive me, I'm there for dumb. Like, just not to start that conversation, but... Yeah, I we started talking and he told me he was from Australia, you know, they had programs and everything and yeah. honestly that was where it all began. Um, he encouraged me to apply for scholarship here because okay. of my results and told me yeah, it was possible for me to go directly from bachelor's degree to mm. PhD. Yeah, so I guess that was where it all began. Another motivation was just to honestly <laughs> was because I didn't have any plan in mind, but yeah. I knew because when my field, the, the aerospace industry in Nigeria is not is not encouraging to say mm. the least, and I knew me going back was kind of not an option. Mm -hmm. And even if I wanted to go back, I needed experience from wherever I could get experience yeah. from. Yeah. So that was another motivation to just leave and you know do what I had to do so yeah that mm. was another motivation and yeah here I am <laughs> thank you for sharing yeah, that journey with us and I think it's interesting to see the pathways that yeah. everyone sort of takes into their journey because it's different for everybody mm -hmm. and I think one thing that you mentioned that really struck me was the fact that sometimes we don't know we're not aware the pathways that we think oh this is the only way yeah. to get you through Probably is not. You just need to have the information of True. you can go through this way and then you'll be able to get it. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, that, that's really interesting. And, and I think another thing that you mentioned is that the, 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 the fact that you think, look, this is the only option I've got in a way. And yeah. I, if I don't take this. It was a no-brainer. <laughs> like, you have a scholarship. 
to go and do PhD where you could possibly learn a lot mm. and everything and it could possibly give you it is a path to what you want in terms of teaching or becoming a lecturer someplace. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a no brainer. I didn't see any better option. Yeah, so why not? Yeah, the opportunities I guess that probably we don't might not be afforded to us. Um, with our backgrounds is where well, isn't it? It's good yeah. to have those opportunities. Yeah, and I don't think my dad would have been able to be. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah, I know he cares for us. Yeah, he does his best, but come but, on. No, he had already sponsored me. Yeah, yeah, for my bachelor's degree, and I do always. Oh, education here as an international student is expensive. It is, isn't it? It is. It's, yeah, expensive. So mm. the opportunity was on time. It was timely mm. and just what I needed at that time. That's good. So, so that's how you found yourself in Australia? Yeah. On your scholarship, doing your PhD. Yeah. And it's been how many years? Um, It's been since 2018, February. So four years plus now, four years, how many months? Four years, four months, I guess. But that's a good time to like. Oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people take decades. You know what I mean? Like oh. it, it doesn't generally take people four years. A, a lot of people take longer. Yeah, a lot of people take longer. But I also know people that take it shorter. Shorter. Yeah. yeah. So in that regard, I kind of feel disappointed in myself. But with everything no, in my life, it's always been. When when something happens later and mm. retrospectively, I'm yes. like, oh yeah, I know why that happened, why it was mm. delayed, or why it didn't happen when I thought it would happen. So now I'm not really. I used to beat myself up about it before, mm. but now not anymore. Yeah, I think hindsight is a good thing as well. When you look back and you say, oh, thank thank God that didn't happen at that time because oh, I yeah. probably wouldn't have been able to deal with it so it's good that it's happening now and i finished at the right time isn't it true, 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 true. so i think another important thing that we wanted to share today is because we want to have a balanced picture as well um what what may be one of the challenging thing that's that you've experienced in your phd journey what's the challenges that you faced um I think the major challenge was just understanding the concept of research as a whole, mm. that it's not an assignment, it's, you're in charge. It's good. It's not an assignment, because, and I think it's the whole African um, educational system <laughs> that affected me, yeah, because you see everything as, oh yeah, it's graded, you know, you have to study to pass, but, mm. but this one, you're not provided any... You are provided resources, mm -hmm. but not necessarily a structure. You have gui um, guidelines that your supervisors can provide, mm -hmm. but in the yeah. end, it is your research. It so is. you have to come up with ways to make progress, to provide outputs and within the timeline. Mm -hmm. And trust me, that's not easy because I feel people that work in industry, pardon me, don't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel it's when you get into the system it kind of becomes a routine mm. and once you if it's a nine to five once you leave at five that's it that's it yeah you are Absolutely. done you are done that's but research oh my the, if you know how many equations i've solved in my dreams oh my oh. god you just it just sticks with you because you are constantly under pressure to make mm. progress yeah yeah so i think that was the part i struggled with i didn't really get the hang of my 
research or understanding until I'll say second year. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I really struggled with that because when you this the supervisors you have, like I said, they only provide guidelines. Yes. Guidelines. Yeah. And I was so frustrated at one point because whenever I meet with my supervisor, we used to meet every fortnight. Mm. You know, we will discuss one thing and then I'll take it as an assignment that okay. This is what you should do. And when you go next time, he has kind of moved on from that. He's talking about another thing. And you're like, oh, you told me to do this for me. This is it. I've been trying to do this. And now you're talking about another. So I used to get really frustrated. But I had people that had done, they were my seniors in the whole PhD thing. So they were trying to make me understand that it is your PhD. You can't just, you have to. Um, forge a path and stick to it mm. not get distracted by oh yeah. maybe you should do this maybe because of course they are researchers and they have more experience so they might have more ideas but mm. if you get distracted by the ideas you might not do what you set out to do that's absolutely true so mm. yeah I struggle with that and you know I don't think you're the only one I think this is a very common thing especially when you first start mm. because you're you're sort of juggling this is my research, but it's not completely mine because I still need help. I still need guidance. Yeah. And also coming from a mentality of where you're almost not allowed to be creative. Yeah. Coming from Africa where you, you just know? have to do what you're told. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, you told me to do this with my supervisor. Yeah, I have to yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. It's an assignment. Yeah. I have to exactly yeah, and then coming where coming to it to a space where you're allowed to almost be able to okay put your own voice forward and it's like okay i actually can you know be creative i can be flexible i can put something forward it's it's i, I think for personally i think it's almost like a mind shift yes and, and it does take almost, I think the first couple of years, you're just trying to shift your mindset. Yeah, mindset to be able to get And I think once that mindset shifts, we start to believe in ourselves and we start to go, okay, look, this is my research. We start this taking is what ownership. I want to do. Yes. Exactly. And then yeah. you just sort of forge ahead and, and, and do it. Do you think, I think in your opinion, do you think maybe the way her education system work generally back home do you think maybe has a lot of disadvantages do you think it's a disadvantage for us generally oh, yeah and i don't think it's just because everything it spills back from culture it spills into our educational system mm, that whole yeah a child you don't know anything just mm. do as you're told mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i think it, it has a great effect mm. it does and if you don't leave the country or if you don't, if you are not exposed to how educational systems work yeah. outside Nigeria, mm -hmm. you don't, you are just stuck to that mentality. Mm. You don't get to experience being creative, putting your touch to things, and just coming up with ideas. Because yeah. even if you come up with the ideas, you you get shut down by more experienced people. They're like, "Who are you? How many years do you have? You know, oh, <laughs> I can see that African. Like, yeah, who are you? you? What do you this know, girl? Yeah, <laughs> this, this it's, it's annoying, but yeah, it is what it is. I hope uh, the plans are. Anyways, I hope it changes. It changes. But I, 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 you know, I, I think I was. It's, it's, it can be quite disappointing as well because you know I've, I've heard. Um, people who said, you know, they go outside, 
do these, you know, do the, do their study, higher education, PhDs, masters, and come back, maybe go back to Africa and go back and try to fit in. But it's so hard trying mm-hmm. to fit in. They're almost not accepted because they think, oh, you're there to take over their jobs or you're there to intimidate or, and, you know, it makes me wonder what's what's the issue there? <laughs> why why is that why is that an issue? Hmm. You know, it, it should be a case of where we share knowledge, where we grow together and you know oh this is where i'm coming from let me see where you're coming from and we can collaborate and work together but i think that's another oh that's another that's, that's another, another session, another of, session of, 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 of if you start to dissect even from personal experiences mm. oh my god it's like for me it was like you're young you're a woman what mm. do you know mm-hmm. you know always is it's like every person you encounter they're trying to test your knowledge if they say, oh, this girl made the first class, blah, blah, do be asking you questions. They're like, how does that have to do, have anything to do with this situation? Why are you trying to test me? I'm not coming for your job. So what is the mm. issue, you know? Yeah, you know, as, as I mean, it's that narrative, isn't it? As a woman, I think the challenges as well, isn't it? It's different. Even a woman of color as well. The, all of that, you know, it, it comes into it as well. Mm. Um you know, you still feel like you have to prove yourself just a little every, bit more. With every breath, <laughs> <laughs> justify why you're breathing. Why did you breathe like that? No, you can't breathe that way. You can't breathe that way. It's so frustrating. It's like just leave them, go do your thing, and then maybe later when you get more. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe when one gets more experience, more, um, more. What do they call it? When you just get more experience in the field, when you're more known, maybe mm. when you go back and make a change, they will listen. Because, you know, but, but, you, know but you think, can that. Do, do you think, I, I think what I, my thought about that is, even I think the higher you go, the more, the, 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 the more, I think, challenging it might be. Oh my God. Um, I, I, I think, <laughs> no. Yeah, actually, because I think it's just, you just have to answer to different people again mm. you know different people that might maybe you know it might not be the same set of people that will challenge you it might just be another set of people another high caliber set of people that you would have to prove yourself to again so i don't think it's something that would ever sort of go away oh, i think you probably get better you get better at handling it you don't yes. let it face you anymore mm. i mean you know we just sort of, sort of develop that thicker skin where we go okay i've done this before i know your type mm. it's gonna be oh, okay i like that i like that energy <laughs> i love that energy okay <laughs> you want me to prove myself <laughs> okay. look at my skin look at what i've got yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so unfortunately it's just the way it is isn't it oh. mm. yeah we'll get this we will we will so I think another thing that I also wanted to touch on today is what's the what what's the high what's some of the highs for you like can you think of maybe some of the things that's been what's what's brought you when we say happiness in academia what's some of the things that sort of say wow that's just really satisfying for me um oh in academia particularly. I'll say the teaching experience because, okay. like, I, I love to teach. Mm-hmm. If I have a knowledge, yeah. I love to pass it across, mm-hmm. you know. 
which um, yeah, it's just something I love to do. So I got the experience to teach a course, mm-hmm. you know, to lecture a course yeah. in my was it first or second year, 2019, and even this year as well. And although it was less fulfilling this year, I've told you all yeah, about it, yeah. but it was nice, yeah, mm-hmm. to just teach. Yeah, I think that was a high point. And also, um, with someone like my supervisor, he he's very he takes care of his students. So he's That's not awesome. that supervisor that just leaves you to do everything mm-hmm. on your own. He's involved. And yeah. even if he has other... Uh, other projects mm-hmm. that are not necessarily related to your um, project or yeah. your topic. Mm-hmm. He tries to involve you, just to give you that rounded um, experience. experience. Yeah. So and that's, that's one thing I appreciate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's been really amazing in that regard. Just trying to expose you to as much as as much as you can. And I think one thing I just remembered now that maybe I probably wanted you to talk about is when you talk about supervisors as well. Do you think maybe coming from a background where we've always been sort of told this is the way to do it, do it this way and you're going to do it that way, do you think maybe a sort of supervisor that's that's maybe well involved would better would have better suited like in that first couple of years would that would that would, would that have been a good thing or maybe not? What do you what do you reckon? What's your opinion? Hmm. I think a supervisor that is involved is definitely better because <laughs> knowing some of my friends and the kind of supervisory um, experience they have, mm. I don't think I would have been able to finish if I had that kind of supervisor. <laughs> you know, I don't think so, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes I would think I'm spoiled with regards yeah. to my school. I think I'm just spoiled, but mm. that's what helped me. Um, I know supervisors that you don't they don't even talk to you about your research they just leave you to your own devices or they are very strict and i think some supervisors take advantage of that mm. especially if they know that you're from a background where you have to respect your elders you can't talk you more. can't talk yeah that was one thing my supervisor tried he checked now like that mentality that mentality it was like you have to i'm your colleague now you have to see me although yeah i'm your supervisor Mm -hmm. but you have to see me as a colleague because only then can you then challenge me challenge my thoughts Mm -hmm. you know my thought process but if you think of your supervisor as oh my boss he's the one that gave me this scholarship (laughs) he can take away take it away from me Mm -hmm. you know that kind of makes you um, conservative in yeah, your thinking. Yeah, power imbalance. Exactly. Between. That's the word. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was one thing. With regards to that, now, I have the best yeah, supervisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, 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 works, that works for <laughs> Yeah, so someone that is involved, yeah, is definitely better. Definitely better. better. And so a place where you, you're you you feel like you can express your own ideas you can you can express his ideas and you can sort of say oh no yes yes to that no, no to, to that. that yeah okay all right Definitely. that's good so i think really it's been good to chat with you <laughs> and to get your experience of how you came into research yeah and how all of this started for you the pathway actually i would have lo- i wanted you to maybe talk about your own pathway because i know everyone sort of aware of the master's pathway or the honors pathway to to phd but i've never actually heard of your pathway which is the bsc pathway so straight to phd yeah my senior yeah but yeah it's apparently if you have 
you just have to be strategic about it. And okay. although I wasn't, it just it was just chance. Yeah, yeah. I just happened to have published a paper because they have to look at your. Okay, so once you have, if you make a first class mm -hmm. in your bachelor's degree, yeah. and then you also have research experience, and mm -hmm. by the research experience, they look at your publications. Okay. So if you if you if you yeah if you publish at least two papers, because mm -hmm. in the end they scale you with other um, yeah. students, so mm -hmm. with your grade and then your number of publications. Mm -hmm. If you meet those criteria and you have a supportive supervisor, because that and that thing finding a supervisor, because here before you apply, you need to have. A supervisor so mm. once you have a supervisor and you have those qualifications there's a high chance you get the scholarship that's the first time i'm i think this is good to start you know having these conversations so, so we can share information and just get because ah. and uh, when you were saying it i'm thinking i've never heard of that i didn't oh. know you could do that but obviously there are Criteria as well, and I mean, yeah. you you are an intelligent and very smart, um, <laughs> very smart woman as well. I think you know the criteria of you have to have that track record yeah. to be able to skip all of those other things, all of the prerequisite yeah. to be able to go straight into it. So, but it is doable. Yeah, it course. is. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. So, thank you very much You're for welcome. coming on and speaking to us on academic <laughs> research logs. I'm sure we will still see you because. We've sort of touched on some things that's part of the, you know, part of some of the agendas for this channel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, things on comparison on studying in Africa and studying here, things on um, differences of, you know, the, the pathways, being a woman, a woman of color, yeah. and studying the issues that are peculiar to us as well. Um, I think all of those things we'll be able to talk about in more depth as well. At some point, yeah, um, but thank you so much for coming. You're I know you've taken time out of your busy time. <laughs> it's so a pleasure. But thank you, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>